Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Amrae Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, US equities rose again. The S&P 500 is currently up 0.7% on the day and if it closes here, it'll be a record closing high. The US dollar currency fell as US GDP data disappointed slightly and the ECB signalled quantitative easing would be reduced. Uh, Shorter maturity bond yields fell and long maturity ones rose. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 0.5% on the day and sits at a one month low. Uh, Euro had a good rise following uh, the ECB press conference, uh, rose over a cent to a one month high. And the Aussie dollar, it rose from 75.10 to 75.56, making a four month high. The Kiwi dollar, it rose from 71.70 to 72.17. And the Aussie Kiwi cross, uh, no real direction there, ranging between 104.55 and 104.80. In the interest rate markets in the US, the two-year Treasury yield fell quite a bit from 0.56 to 0.47%, as uh, those Fed expectations were paired slightly, while the 10-year yield rose from 1.53 to 1.58%. Uh, also giving us a rare steepening of the yield curve on the day. And markets are left still pricing the first Fed funds rate hike to be in August of next year. In the Australian uh, interest rate markets overnight, three-year government bond yield futures yields slipped from 1.41 to 1.29% following that US move, while the 10-year yield rose from 1.85 to 1.96%. Markets are pricing the first RBA rate hike now to be in May 2022. In the commodity market, spring crude oil fell 0.4% to $84. Natural gas fell 6.9%, but copper rose 1.1%. Gold, not much changed. And iron ore, it fell 5.7% to $113. The uh, ECB overnight, a bit more on that, it left its policy settings unchanged as was widely expected. Uh, It had previously said that December was going to be the meeting where the ECB would discuss major policy shifts. However, uh, there was talk around regional inflation expected to continue uh, on from its current 13-year highs into 2022 and that some of those transitory drivers of inflation are seen as now being more persistent. Uh, This really came through in President Lagarde's press conference, which is uh, probably the element that surprised markets the most. And the other main element that surprised markets on the day, the US GDP data, that was for the third quarter. Markets were expecting uh, an annualised pace that quarter of 2.6%, and we got 2%. The um, uh, officials cited the resurgence of COVID as a factor, along with reduced pandemic-related government support. On the day, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, first up in Australia, we'll have retail sales for the month of September and also volumes for the third quarter. Uh, these will be affected in a negative way by the Delta lockdowns, which did subdue activity. And... Um, In New Zealand, we'll have the monthly consumer confidence survey, usually not a market uh, mover, but uh, we should see a slip in confidence in the wake of that uh, Delta outbreak in New Zealand. Further afield, uh, Europe has a couple of heavy-duty data items, third-quarter GDP, which should report strong growth as their vaccine success comes through, and um, we'll have October CPI update. 
in the US. Uh, it's mostly second-tier data, but still potentially market-moving, particularly the uh, Personal Income and Expenditure Report, which contains um, uh, the core PCE deflator update. Now, the core PCE deflator is the uh, variable that the Fed explicitly targets as its inflation variable. So uh, markets do look pretty closely at um, changes in that deflator. Market uh, expectations uh, for this one are that uh, we'll see a monthly rise of just 0.2%, so a bit of a slowdown there. But uh, due to base effects, the annual rate will actually go up a bit uh, to 3.7%. Well, that's it from me today. Thank you for listening, and uh, I'll be back again same time on Monday morning.